Welcome to There Must Be More, a Bethel Ottawa podcast. Remember to like and subscribe on YouTube at Bethel Ottawa and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Let's do this. All right, everybody. Welcome to There Must Be More podcast. We're excited yes! to be here. And we have, Rob, a very special guest. Are you cheersing? We are. Okay. It was an air cheers. An air cheers. Salute. Hey. Salute. Um, we have a very special guest with us, and he's sitting over here. Right. We have Chris Chase. Chris Can we Chase. give it up for Chris Chase, everybody? Woo! Let's give it up. Let's give Come it up. Come on now. Yes. So, Chris, tell us here a little bit about who you are, what you do, what you love to do. Don't just give us your ministry rundown. Like, tell us who you are. Um, so, I am a husband, uh, married to Rebecca. We did the math this morning, uh, going on 18 years in wow. September. She would say that she's enjoyed 10 of those 18 years. <laughs> uh, we have two kids, uh, Eliana, who is 14, getting ready to graduate um, and going to high school in wow. September, which is nuts. Uh, and we have Liam, who is 11, and that's sort of the family unit. We also have a bunny. Um, if anybody wants a bunny, please let me know. I will ship him to you. <laughs> no, your bunny's so cute. Yeah, you, oh, you know what? When you, What's the bunny's name? The bunny's name is Fluff Palm. Fluff Palm. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're that's giving this bunny away. Gladly. For free? Okay. Gladly, gladly. Like, if so anybody, just so you know, like when Palm. I was growing up, my buddy used to raise rabbits to eat. So you, you probably no. should be careful about who you give your bunny to. Listen, I don't care what happens oh, to the bunny. Okay. Oh, poor now someone's going to listen to that podcast and say that I'm anti-animals. I'm not anti-animals. I'm anti-fluff palm. <laughs> no, it's no, specific. It's anti- just fluff palm. On it's Sunday, specific. I preached that it was okay to kick cats. So I listen, mean, and I'm not going to condone nor deny or judge. I'm just going to say if a cat's in my way, while well, like yeah. anyhow. Um, <laughs> so husband, I'm a father. I've been in ministry, pastoral ministry, serving ministry, I guess you could say for 20 years now. Wow. Uh, That's commitment. Currently on staff at a church called The Meeting House, which is a a Be in Christ uh, denominational uh, church with an Anabaptist background. Um, but I'm still Pentecostal to the core. Mm-hmm. So, so that's always fun to be in conversation with them, kind of go like, I don't know what you're talking about because like when I read Acts chapter four, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's, and you know, that's, that's, you know, I'm a family guy, I'm a work guy and I love this sort of stuff. I love conversations. I yeah. love yeah. Um, just being able to kind of just, talk about things we don't talk about things enough we kind of like yell about stuff yeah oh, gosh, and then yeah. we ghost each other or we block each other and as opposed to like actually having conversations and mm. build relationship that way so this is this is a real treat and you know i've known sarah since sarah was was, was as we would say back home a little yada, yes. you know like i've known her since she was <laughs> super small super like like yeah. it's like a young kid and known her family forever uh, her dad is a, uh, just a, a giant in the faith to, to me, and then oh. getting to know you, Rob, yeah. via 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 both Zoom and and right. Facebook Messenger, right? That way, and Instagram. <laughs> uh, and so this invitation came. It was like, let's get together. Let's go. Let's do this thing. So yeah. it's just it's a real privilege to be here live, and you know to be able to to talk. And my parents are here. My mom and dad did the drive from Montreal yes. to come hang out. Amazing. They could have been anywhere so in the world, out. and they're here with their son that they that lived in their in their house for <laughs> twenty years. It's yeah. hilarious. Love that. It's awesome. That is awesome. So, That's but you so can good. also like you kind of do this stuff, right? 
Like you, you're, you're a bit of a podcaster. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing there? Like you have some stackable sure, stuff? Sure, sure. Like, so we can um, put this in the notes, right? Yeah. We can, we'll put it out. Yeah. So I, um, I used to work at um, one of our denominational Bible colleges and started a podcast there for a little bit. Before like... Before the boom where everybody had a podcast, yeah. right? Like, yeah. no offense to this podcast and the podcast I have, like, like, like I like, let's, let's try this out. Like, before Spotify was even a thing, when people were putting them on Apple Podcasts, like yeah. Podbean yep. and stuff. Yep. And, you know, Podbean. doing your own, yeah, exactly. You're doing your own editing on GarageBand and things like that, and your yeah, own production, yeah. that sort yeah. of stuff. Um, like recording through like the actual the microphone of the laptop, right? right. It was like before, like oh, we have these like these sure whatever it's boom yeah. mics. Let's go iMovie, right? And then uh, during the pandemic, if anybody remembers, it was a pandemic for three years, and uh, <laughs> no, not a big deal, not a big Erased. deal. <laughs> just really, just kind of like I had I I. There's so many jokes I can say, and I'm just like literally like going like don't <laughs> no, them don't, out. don't say that don't say that. Um, Peter and Sandra will listen to this after, so I want to make sure they don't say anything, anything <laughs> right? And so, um, some group, a group of friends and I, uh, part of um, part of a group chat that I'm a part of, we started a, a podcast called the House of Commons Show. That was so good. And we we had a lot of fun project. doing that. Ten, so ten, uh, ten black men yelling and talking about anything <laughs> and everything. It was so good. And yeah. we had we had a great time uh, doing that, and it was great. During the pandemic, because we were all home, we all had the time to be able to sit and talk and edit. And there were so many things happening in the world that we could weigh in on. Yeah. Um, and then the world opened back up. And it's really hard to kind of corral 10 alpha individuals into <laughs> one Zoom call yeah. for two hours to talk about anything. Like even today, we're trying to like get together for like, I was, you know, uh, we're going to get together for a barbecue. It's like, okay, well, let's do that. Let's plan for 2025 because yeah, no one has right. time. <laughs> uh, and then um, out of that show, I started one on my own called Talking to Yourself. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so did two seasons of that one where I would interview friends of mine and the, the, the process would be you get into a DeLorean, you have a chance to talk to you at any point in time in your past, what would you say knowing what you know about your life now? Wow. And mm. then the second season was more, was because it was hard to get guests, was more kind of like me talking out loud as if I was like writing things down in a journal. Yeah, yeah. This is me kind of having this sort of conversation. And so I'm thinking about the second one, the talking to yourself one might come back this summer or in the awesome. fall and do like 10 episodes then do 10 episode chunks here and there. But like, yeah, so podcasting is is fun and more less about talking and more about listening to people. So, mm -hmm. so this is this, this this is this is this is an arena that I'm comfortable yeah. in. Yeah, for sure. Right? And we have coffee, which makes it even better. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so we have a big topic tonight. Yeah, we do. Like, <clears throat> I think it's something that um, is just pervasive in the world right now, and obviously Sorry, is affecting. Siri has been interrupting <laughs> me. I have to tell you guys. All week long. I have to tell you this. The other day, with my watch beside me. I literally said, thank you, Jesus. And Siri said, no problem. <laughs> we can talk about idols later. Siri. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna, too much. I read the questions. Siri's too much. <laughs> so, um, yeah, today, tonight we're talking about celebrity culture. And mm. specifically um, in the church. Yeah. Because it is something that definitely exists. And it's something that we have to deal with. Um, and, like... You can almost go like, is it all bad? Is there some good there? Like, what do we really need to be doing about this? Yeah. So my first question, I guess, for you is like, what are you seeing in the church, North America, when it comes to pastoring um, and celebrity culture? 
Well, I see a couple of things. So I mentioned um, four, and it'll, it'll come up in the conversation. It's yeah. easier to kind of get it out, get it out now. Yeah. Uh, the church I've been at for the last three years, <clears throat> um, we are in at the the bottom barrel of the experience of dealing with celebrity culture. Uh, we had a well-known co- pastor within North America. And I'm not saying anything disparaging about this person. You can check yep. her Googles, yep. right? Um, who um, had a, a, a moral failure that became a criminal case. Mm. And this was somebody who was well-known and well-renowned. And, you know, people would quote this person more than they would quote scripture, yeah. right? Or quote a small group leader, that sort of thing like that. Again, I'm not saying anything that's at turn. Like, I'm, you know, facts on facts. Yep. And um, in December of 2021, we learned that um, everything was not on the up and up. And ever since then, we've been kind of like, you're dealing with a church in an identity crisis. Who are we apart from this individual? Because it's so much of our identity for the last X amount of years, even before I got there, long before that, was built on this person's extraordinarily God-giving gifts mm-hmm. and um, their ability to explain Jesus and bring people along and people's kind of getting to know it, all this sort of stuff. Now, now what do you, yeah. do you do? And so what I, what I see is sort of like we're trying to kind of figure out who we are apart from celebrity church culture but we can't help but get into the mess of celebrity church culture because what we end up doing is we often end up replacing that person with another person, yeah. right? So it might not happen at Bethel, but for sure we have our favorite you know, worship leaders, we have our favorite authors, we have our favorite, did you hear the sermon by this person? Whatever, whatever, whatever. And then that person flies too close to the sun, they crash and burn, yeah. and then we replace them with somebody else. And so, you know... You know, we'll get into the conversation later on, but like we're no better than the than the culture that we critique and criticize for having idols and heroes. That's an excellent point. Like, and I think that's something that we don't think about at all. Yeah. Well, keep rolling with that. Keep rolling with that. That's well, yeah. Just just that, that sense, right? Like we we have people out there, and we get mad at the you know we spend X amount of money on concert tickets yeah, or whatever yeah. else. I mean, how dare you, that money? You know, you can, how many churches you can plant with that or how much mission stuff you can do and blah, blah, blah. How many, uh, how many guitar pads do you have? I, uh, you know, I just need it because somebody needs to hear that one sound from this album that I really like. And how many times do you, like we do the same thing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Right? And so what I see for us in a church culture is it's just kind of a sanitized version of what we criticize I'll use in quotations, the world and what the world does. Right, we're almost like just a microcosm of... Yeah, of, of, we're no different. We're no different than the, than the society that we are a part of. Now, do you think that there's anything in us that, and this, this is harsh, but like wants to see um, people in high stature fall down? Mm. I don't know if we want to see them fall down per se. Okay, no, uh, no, sorry. I'll take that back. I think some people do. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, if you go on, on TikTok, some of you might be who are here live, or listening or watching this later on, um, you might be on TikTok or Instagram or, 
you know, Facebook, if you know, of a certain age and stage in your life. Um, that was an old person joke and uh, didn't land at all, though, by the way. No one laughed at that. Offended everybody. Um, uh, you'll see that we live in a day now where people will watch sermons of people and critique yeah. lines or parts of their messages. Like, totally. that's what they like. Yeah. Like, um, I'll use two, two examples. Um, when I was doing youth ministry, so going back now, 2004, 2005, there was this guy on the scene by the name of Rob Bell. Yeah, and he yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Marshall Bible Church. Yeah. Not, the, not the Seattle Marshall Bible Church, yeah. but Marshall Bible Church yeah. in, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yep. I don't know if it's Grand Rapids, but in Michigan, let's say. And he was the darling of the evangelical church. The totally. darling of it. Yeah. Every youth pastor, every young adult pastor had NUMA videos Numa lined videos, up. These absolutely. beautiful aqua green sort of, all of us did, right? You know, you, oh, I got to do Sunday school. I don't have a lesson plan. Thanks, Rob Bell. Put this video on. But that's what we would do. Yeah. And then some, then you wrote a book called Love Wins that hinted at the idea of universalism, that hinted at the idea that at the end, everyone ends up in heaven. And it's like mm-hmm. that, we don't like that idea. We don't like conversation we only even like broaching the possibility of something and seeing how we feel about that. It's like, nope, this is, and then boom, he crashes and burns. Now he was fine. He ended up working with Oprah. Yeah. If yeah. you work with Oprah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're, right? you're, 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 you're money fine. if you're, if you're yeah, working, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're you thriving. You got money. You don't got money, you got shmoney. Money. Yes, you're, you're, yeah. you're like, oh gosh, oh, Oprah picked me up and now I have a, I'm on her network. Oh, yeah. my life is so Super hard. Soul. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? But like we we collectively did that. We became the police, and there were men and women within the evangelical world who made it their their mission to protect the gospel and to protect theology and destroy him. Mm-hmm. Again, destroying is yeah. strong term because yeah. sure from a from a optics perspective, yeah. he was fine, yeah. and he still writes books and he still yep. gets called to talk about things. So happens. Yeah. More recently, you have a guy like Michael Todd, Trans Transformation yeah. Church, yeah. right? Yeah. Michael Todd for a while was the darling of evangelicalism yep. for sure. This this you know like it doesn't ha- it doesn't hurt. He's a, a young black man, a preacher of the yep. gospel, and like in a world in a day and age where it's like we're looking for diversity, he fits the bill. Yep. For sure. And we and we're a fan of him, and we're sharing his stuff. And he's being he's being so just unique in his presentation. Then he mm-hmm. does a couple of things here. And like, that's, people are like, oh, that's kind of strange, mm-hmm. but it's fine. And a couple of things, oh, I don't know about that. And he spits on somebody. He's like, well, that's weird. Really. But we we allow these <laughs> oh, things, and then after spit. a while, we then we then go like, no, it's going too far. Yeah. Right. And then he has this, you know, again, saying what's online. Yeah. He has an Easter presentation. Yep. Right, and it's using secular music to tell a Christian story, which people do all the this time. This is not new. Yeah. This is yeah, not yeah. new. But somehow, listen, if you bring Beyonce into the church, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, it was okay when it was U two though. It was fine when it was U two. Mm-hmm. It's fine when it's Kings of Leon. It's fine. It's fine when it's Coldplay. Do you know it's the theme here? But when. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. There, there's, there, there's. Yep. Do you know it's a tone? Anyhow, um, yeah. and but. Suddenly, it's like, oh well, you're inviting the devil into your into your worship service, mm-hmm. and he's then having he's using his pulpit to defend himself and defend his church yeah. and things like that. Now, is there can we criticize? Of course we can, but yeah. like that's what we end up doing. We build these people up because we need them, yep. and then they go sort of outside of what we like. Yep. Yeah, and even who the we is, I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure if it's like two people in the basement just kind of like typing away at something or whatever else, but we just kind of like go like, nope, we were, you've, you've, you've gone far enough. We did it to Andy Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. We did, we did, we, we've done it. We, We've, we did it to Mark Driscoll, and you can feel however you want about a guy like Mark yeah. Driscoll. We're name-dropping here as yeah. if you know them. I'm going right? to tell but you like, how I feel about Mark Driscoll. Right, I'm just like, <laughs> right, like, but, but like we, did, we did the same thing yeah. over and over and over again, the Icarus thing, where like you get too close to the sun, yeah. and then yeah. we kind of like bring you down, and then, but then we replace them with somebody else, for yeah, sure. Right. 100% we mm. do. Um, the thing with Mike Todd is I feel it's different there, and I don't know if this is just me, but I feel like people are waiting for him to mess up. Yep. A hundred percent. hundred percent. I agree with that. A hundred. Like, so, so I have a group chat, my friends and I, um, you know, the House of Common guys, and we, we literally talk about everything, everything. And one of the, I can't remember what Mike Todd thing happened, but one of the comments in there was like, yeah, I hope he doesn't fall. It's like, that's, that's kind of like, and I, I get that because like the bigger the platform, the bigger the yep. fall, the yeah. bigger the, 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 the fallout, yep. the public thing. Yep. But like, that's sort of what we started like, oh my gosh, we're bracing. Oh, mm. it's going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. Let's brace for it. Let's see what happens here. And it's like, and so like, there's so many safeguards and things like that. But like, we, this is weird thing of like, we don't allow these human beings to be human beings. We make them bigger than that. And yeah. then we get surprised when the bigger than that doesn't match anymore and they fall yeah. apart yeah. they were like how did this happen it's the mess that you made man yeah and i'm not saying the mike todd like that's or whatever else whatever yeah. person you want to put in there but like we create these paradigms for these people to kind of like thrive in mm-hmm. and then we get surprised when the paradigm closes in on them like well what happened you 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 moved into a house with faulty wiring and faulty mm-hmm. and faulty um um structures like you yeah. so so i think yeah i think we wait for it and some people whether it's jealousy whether it's kind of towing a line we look forward to it and that's the scarier part that's a worry for sure especially when we're talking about the christian world yeah right like um i i I can't honestly say what i feel about celebrity culture in uh like, I don't know how I feel 100% about mega churches, mm-hmm. but like, I actually believe, I think that there's a place for all things, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think that for some people, a mega church works mm-hmm. and um, they find Jesus in that mega church yeah. and they learn to serve in that mega church. And so, for me to say, you know, like, this whole thing is uh, like, throw it all throw out, throw it all out, yeah. like, I think that's ridiculous. And no. same on the small side, but like, it's almost like, we take this stance of if it's not the one that I like, then it's no good. Well, and I've, you know, and this is not, I say this so like, I want to vomit as I say, it. I've worked in two mega churches. Because <laughs> someone's going to be like, like as, I don't say that as a flex, just how, yeah. the, how yeah. you apply somewhere, they hire you and you work there and then you realize, oh, this is way bigger than what I thought it was going to be, like yeah. that sort of thing, mm-hmm. right? And one, there, once you're inside it, it's a machine. It's not all that's cracked up to be. Yeah. Right. And sometimes we're we're in a day and age now where, like, in in the in Canada, it's hard to build a mega church. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. really, really, really is. Yeah. Right. Like there was a heyday where churches like Bethel wasn't always as big. Mm-hmm. Bethel wasn't always in a sanctuary this size, or any of the churches in in, right. in the capital right. city yeah. or different spaces. Right. Um, and the United States is a whole different sort of ball game when it comes to church life and things of that nature. But to you, you said something so 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 why is there Rob? Like we it's kinda like, well, 
I'll like that one, but not that one because I don't like the preaching over there. Oh, totally. Right? Like, the oh. pre- like and we, and so it's like, maybe, maybe just run your own race. Maybe just run your own race. You're right. And pay attention to what you're right. doing and your church is doing. But, so the church I work at, um, the funny thing was like getting there and like the hubris that we would carry about ourselves as a church <laughs> yeah. and then watching that hubris fall apart in the last three years <laughs> as people kind of go like, oh, people, people have not liked us for a long time. But, you know, like we, you were the popular bell of the ball. That's why. And, yeah. you know, like, and you kind of walked around like, like your poop didn't stink. Sorry, Sandra. <laughs> you can edit that out later. Right? Like you kind of walked around like everything was like everything was fine. Yeah. And some people were like, that's cool. And other people were like, oh, I can't wait for you to fall apart. And then you go on YouTube and you realize that there, there's been people documenting things for a while and writers documenting things for a while, waiting for the moment to go, I told you so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm not like, like I, every sort of church is vital to the kingdom when the kingdom yeah. is the main objective. And I thought, but to that point, I'm... <sighs> I think some churches lose that objectivity mm-hmm. after a while, and it becomes about maintaining the size and the breadth of the church and the influence of the church right. yep. under the guise of the kingdom. Right, and the product that we're putting out. Yeah. Right? It's like, um, you know, is our last album going to sell the same? Yeah. As, uh, or is this mm-hmm. new one going to sell the same as our last one? Which we won uh, Grammy. Are we getting the same downloads on YouTube? Right. Are we getting the same views here? Are we getting the same views there? Are yeah. we getting invitations to our? Is our team, our staff, getting invitations to speak here, or there, mm-hmm. and whatever else? Like all these sort of metrics yeah. that we that we place over, over, and then and that that's the thing that creates celebrity. This idea of like, well, are you being this? Are you out here? Are you out there? Yeah. Are you writing? Are you? Like, I remember when everybody had a blog, right? We all, yep. all there's like literally five leadership thoughts and we all kind of like say them differently. There's, mm. It's not, there's nothing new under the sun. Nope. Mm. Right? Like, there's, like, it's really, like, if you really listen to teachers and preachers, we have like five messages that we just kind of say over and over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the series, you're like, oh, that's the point they were trying to make, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, it's, am I disparaging what we do by any sense? Yeah. But it's like, we're not that special. Mm. Like we serve mm. purpose, but we're not that special. Yep. It's yeah. when yep. people can flay the idea that we're special, that we kind of believe our own hype. Yes. Mm. And then it, uh, then it, yeah, oftentimes it ends badly. Absolutely. 100%. Oof. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this that's really good. That's really good. Awesome. Um, going back to like so, talking into celebrity culture, you've touched on it slightly. And so you said, talked about a little bit about idolatry in there. You like slipped it in. I want to go back to that because it's very clear biblically we're not to have any kind of idols. So what I see in celebrity culture is pastors are becoming the idol, right? Or the worship leaders are like, you know, it's Maverick City here and like we're going to go and like, and that's beautiful. And Elevation Worship and they just had a huge concert in Toronto and so many people went and like beautiful to me, in my opinion, it's, okay, that's becoming the idol, right? Like, that's, the pastor is the God. The Instagram clips right. that we see, you know, of Mike Todd having a really amazing, like, object lesson, because he has some amazing ones, right? The one with 
the one with him in the boat. Yes. Is is ge- like you're it's like, so that good. is so genius. Why didn't so I think genius. Of that? That's so right. creative. Yeah. Like I wish I came up with that. Like oh my gosh, right? So I I think the danger and part of what perpetuates the celebrity culture is that we are making idols of these things. And so how do you think we get to the place of we're coming to church? I love serving here. I love worshiping here. This is great. This is great. Now, all of a sudden, my pastor is my God. When I come to church, I crack open my Bible Sunday morning. I don't touch it again. Then I, like, go on Instagram, and I look at this clip, and I'm like, oh, like, God's, you know, that's my quiet time with God was that 30-second Oh, there it is. You know? (laughs) How do you think, how do we, when the Bible tells us we are not to have idols, how are we getting in? And I know we're fleshy. And it's our human flesh, and we're sinful. But I just want to hear your thoughts on that. That was a big question. I know. I'm sorry. That was a good one. <laughs> so I can't give you a chapter, but mm. Exodus, Moses goes up to, you know, hear from Daddy God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please, but, yeah, please, yeah. Please, I'm like, please, I'll never do that again. Please. Yeah, Please. yeah, I'll never do that again. Yeah, you can beep that part. I can't out. with the daddy God. Yeah. I'm sorry. Bless um, you if you say Father, that. Father, Father Jehovah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, while he's up there, the people come to Aaron, and they're like, "Well, Moses, he ain't coming back. Moses ain't been gone long enough for his 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 human musk to be out of the camp." And they're like, "We need a new God now." So Aaron, who should be going, like everything's fine. The same God who took us out of Egypt is with us now. Aaron says, "Like, okay, bring everybody, bring all your gold, and we're just gonna make a, we're gonna make an idol." Yeah. And Moses comes down. He's like, "What have you done?" Uh, see what happened was like the the calf just showed up, bro. I don't even I don't even know. <laughs> Yo, I told I told them not to do this, bro. I, you believe me, right? Mm-hmm. But like, like it's in our nature. Yeah. Yeah. It's in our human nature sure. to create things, right? We, how many times have we taught, you know, you might be the only Jesus that somebody sees. Yep. We've taught that ourselves, yep. right? Sure. Like you need to share, you might be the only Jesus and that's not a bad thing to teach, right? Like you might be like the, 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 the living embodiment of Christ yep. to yep. somebody, yep. right? It's when we start worshiping the living embodiment of Christ, that's when it becomes a, a problem. Yeah. And we all love heroes. Yeah. Yep. Right? True. Like if you are coming from a broken space in your life, you walk in the back doors of Bethel Church, and Peter McIntosh is getting up and he's speaking, and he says something that in that moment speaks directly into your soul. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know you from Adam but he says something that somehow you feel like, how many times, it was like, it's like you were speaking to me. Yep. <laughs> right? Right, yep, totally. Yep. We, you know, because I've, I've known Peter since, you know, like my early years of school, like going to school, not working at school, going to school, so more than 20 years of my life. He would say, it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you mm-hmm. the words of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. That don't make no sense to me, it was you. Yep. It was you. Yeah. And we just naturally sort of like. It's the worshiping of the creation. Right. right? Yeah. It's, 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 it's just naturally what we. It's no different than, than our age bracket watching Le- Michael Jordan and a younger 
younger age bracket watching LeBron James or Steph yeah. Curry. Yeah, yeah. And you, just, I can't. And posters on the wall and things like that. I want to be like Mike. That sort of. We do the same thing here. If you're a young kid playing guitar and you have a you worship leader who's playing guitar, yeah. right? It's just four chords and karaoke. No offense to worship leaders, right? I'm sorry if you <laughs> literally, legitimately, legitimately, like. Why go to an Elevation concert when we can have the same yeah. songs be done by worship leaders and musicians yep. here? I'm just saying, yeah. right? Yeah. Spend eighty five bucks. Go ahead, go for it. Um, but we we like, but we want to be like that person. We want to learn from them, and then suddenly they become our hero. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like it too. Yeah, it's a little mm-hmm. bit of an ego stroke. Mm-hmm. We're keeping it a buck, right? And so I think we just do that because in our human nature to create idols, we're not supposed to, but like we have biblical precedent to see that we naturally as humans do it all of the time. Mm-hmm. Remember um, in, in the book of Acts, like they gave Paul Greek God names, yeah. right? Like, yeah. oh my goodness, like tell me how, like, how much does it cost to get that gift that you get to be able to heal that person? I'll pay yeah. whatever you, I'll pay. Yeah. I'll pay, mm. I'll pay you. I'll pay you money yeah. to be able to do what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in our nature to create idols. It's not right, yeah. but we want to be able to like latch on to something. And sometimes it's easier to latch on to a person than from an emotional feeling standpoint is to latch on to God. Yeah. You can hug a person, right? You can tell them, you can have that person tell you, you know, I believe in you. Yeah. You're awesome. Yeah. You know, how many kids that go to a, a youth? Youth, youth convention yeah. event, oh, and they're waiting for the speaker at the end of the service yeah. and that, to get yeah. a word from the speaker. Yeah. And the speaker's just kind of like in their head going like, I just want to be able to get to Eastside Mario's with the <laughs> convention red, 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 red guy who's running the thing. And sure, kid, you're awesome, man. And that yeah. kid's like going home and writing it down in their journal, uh, yeah. right? They don't know the difference yeah. in that yeah. moment, yeah. right? Right, like we have, or we go, we have events, and kids are getting autographs from the worship leaders and things like that. Yeah. And the worshipers, they, they're, I'm just being kind. I'm, just, yeah. But that kid's like, oh my gosh, yeah, right. And then they both go to Walmart at the same time, and they both buy the same <laughs> whatevers, right? Yeah. But we, it's in our nature to kind of create idols, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, we didn't put this in the questions, but as we're talking, it just sort of comes to me that maybe we need to put words to the damage that that can do to us mm. as uh, as followers of Christ, right? When we start putting our faith in other things, like maybe can we touch a little bit on what that could possibly do to our faith yeah. and uh, to our growth? Well, r- really, when that person leaves, and they could leave because of something nefarious, or this can be like, hey, I'm moving, yeah, I'm moving on. I'm going to a different church. I'm going to. The, I'm going to a different ministry. Whatever else. Yeah, my hero's gone. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go see a Marvel movie anymore. If there's not going to be an Iron Man, like that sort of thing. We just yeah. kind of like we attach ourselves to a person. I mean, how many youth groups have I seen where youth pastor moves on and the youth group falls apart because it was about that person? Yeah. That, that man or woman who was leading that, like we just, we put everything into that sort of stuff and then 
it crushes us when they're no longer around. Yeah. And then you add to that the possibility of a failure of some nature. Right. And then it's like, I don't, like, I'm, like, I don't know if I can come back to this church anymore because everything they said was a, okay, well, who are you worshiping? And how come yeah. nobody told you along the road it's not about that person? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how yeah. come, like, where was that, where, where was the podcast then to tell you, listen, People suck sometimes. Mm -hmm. More often than not, they, yep. they are the worst. Yep. Well, right? Down. Yep. Know that now. Yep. I will disappoint you. Yeah, yeah. totally. I will. Like, I'm not saying I might. I will. Mm -hmm. I don't know when I will, yeah. but I will. Yes. And when I do, reprimand me. You know, like, make sure that I don't yep. do that again. But yeah. also realize, that, like, just because I'm in a role, it doesn't mean that I'm going to, I'm going to aim to be excellent. But I can't be perfect. Yeah. Right. And we end up putting perfection unintentionally on people. And then when they leave us, for whatever you name the reason for, mm -hmm. it's like a piece of us is taken. Absolutely. Right. And mm -hmm. when your faith is predicated or built upon a person. Yep. You know, and that, that domino falls, well, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. Absolutely. And then there's the aspect, too, of the person that you're looking up to can't possibly care for you the way that you might want. Like, if somebody's going to come in, I'm going to let you down just because I love my wife more than you. And because I am devoted to my children more than you. And it's just how it is because these are the people that God handed to me. So there's even aspects of, like, this is nobody's fault, yeah. but just the way that life is. So if you're putting all your eggs in this basket, it's going to let you down. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 you know, I would, I, it'd be amazing to count the collective ministry years among the three of us, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, how many times has somebody told us, I thought that you would do this for me? Or I yeah. thought, and you're like, I, I, you never, I didn't I know. I never told you, you I was going to do that. Told, I never told you I was going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I'm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know you needed that. I didn't know you needed that. I didn't know that. that's yeah. how you felt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, all of these yeah. sort of, all these sort of things that, like, get projected upon yeah. i'm not saying that as an excuse we need to make sure to the best of our ability that we are available and to be able to help and serve people and that sort of stuff Absolutely. but this idea of like being all things to all people is hard work yeah. now i understand like someone would say you know paul says i become all things to all men that i may win some but like he's not doing them all at the same time mm. yeah Right, yeah. like you can't read that scripture and kind of go, oh, well, he's like he's just kind of like he's wearing every sort of like no, like yeah. when he's here, yeah, he's this. When he's here, he's this. Mm. So when you are when your family, like I'm family, and my phone's turned off, and I'm not, like sorry, like I'm not. Yep. You know, like unless it's, if it's an emergency, you know how to reach me. But if it's an email, like listen, that's and right. if it's on a Friday, I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to it on Monday. <laughs> yep. Right? Yeah. That's right. Because yeah, yep. right. if it's an emergency, you'll call me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Feel me? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's letting people know. And I was thinking about this when I was looking at the questions um, um, over, the last, over the last couple of days. This idea of reminding people that pastors and leaders, we, we serve a function in the church. We are not the function of the church. Oh, that's yeah, good. That's good. Say that again, okay? I just want I to say I think I was remember. Like, we, we serve a function in the church. We are yeah. not the function of the church. That's yeah. good. We are part of the puzzle, we are not the, the baseline. We are not the top of the pyramid, nor the mm -hmm. bottom of the pyramid, nor the edge of the pyramid. Right. We, are, we are in the middle. Yeah. We serve a function. And I think what ends up happening is people like, have this expectation. Oh, my God, you're the, man. 
please don't ask me if I read my Bible this morning. Please don't ask me. Because yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Right? So please don't expect this sort of like holiness. Because yep. yep. I, I, here's what I did. I woke up. I went to the gym. <laughs> hung out with my buddies. I went for breakfast with my wife. I packed in my bag. And I got in the car. And I ate Starburst the entire drive. Yeah, you did. <laughs> the and there's, there's proof. There is proof. There's proof of my there rental car. Wrappers. Wrappers upon wrappers upon wrappers of Starburst. They didn't want to stop for lunch. Sorry that I mentioned that for my parents because they were so disappointed in me, but it's what happened. But you know what I mean? This idea of like there's this perfection. Oh yes. my goodness, if there's yeah. any imperfection, it's so it's like but we conflate these. Yeah. Because we see clips of people on Instagram mm-hmm. or we see posts of them on TikTok or we mm-hmm. see this beautiful prose in a blog and we're like, oh my gosh, this person's amazing. No, that's one moment that somebody curated for you to be able to catch yeah. one thing. Yes. You didn't see them yell at somebody in a parking lot and then hope that somebody didn't know if they went to church or not. Or see them like, you know, decide to um, you know, cut somebody off on the highway or whatever. You didn't see the other parts yeah. where they got mad at their at their, at their spouse or their friend or whatever else and, and then ghosted them in their own home. You didn't see yeah. the uh, humanity parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Right? Like... Being a pastor or a leader or a Christian does not stop you from being a human being. What it does, it says, I'm going to align my humanity with Christ and allow him to lead my life to, yeah. the, best, to, the, to the best of my abilities. Yeah. As opposed to kind of saying, well, I'm, I'm a leader, so, you know, I can do no wrong. <laughs> and then, you know, you check someone's anyhow. Wow. Yeah. No, that's that 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 is a I love that you bring out the aspect of we are not the function yeah. of the church because the body is meant to all be at work. Like that is such an important factor that I'm not gonna say it's lost, but and this is not it's forgotten. It's this is not on the topic of celebrity yeah, culture yeah. or anything like that, but like there is a reality to 80% of the people. Uh, or the 20, 20% of the people doing 80% of the work, yeah. right? And, and then so there's a lot of people watching and, and doing, doing what's said there, like watching the pastor and, and believing that some of them are perfect, hearing me speak and going, wow, there's no way that guy is perfect. But <laughs> why do they give that guy a microphone? <laughs> yeah, why do they keep giving that guy a microphone? Um, but then, like, uh, we need the body to just all come together and really function together Right and the power of the Holy Spirit and like Jesus is our guide and 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 all, and all of that, but like we do need um, people, people at work. Yeah. So one of the things I do that I really appreciate about the the Anabaptist tradition is this idea of community hermeneutic. Mm. This idea of the community working together and listening and discerning together. And truthfully, that's a Pentecostal trait. That's like that's old school. Church basement prayer meeting, yeah. listening for the voice, voice of the spirit, and responding to that like that. So that's that's up up my alley. That's like yeah. I'm I'm familiar yeah. with that. But this idea of like we're learning this together, and we're not kind of looking to the pastor to kind of go. So what what should we think? Right, yeah, right, right. right. It, or say something is like is this is this right? Mm-hmm. Right. Bible college degree is this right? Yeah. Seven year degree is this mm-hmm. right? And you're sitting there going, oh, right. I don't know. <laughs> maybe sure. Yeah, I don't know. Let me <laughs> exactly. table of contents. Deuteronomy. Yeah. It might be right. <laughs> but this idea of like working together and listening together and yeah. learning together, yeah. right, is so much more valuable when we do that in community. And yes, you, do you need somebody to discern and kind of give leadership? Yes, you do. And that's the function yep. of you need structure. the pastor. You need yep. structure, right? yep. that, that sort of stuff. So you do need a little bit of 
order. But just think that like nothing gets like that's where it, the, the buck stops here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. But that's mm-hmm. what we end up doing. And we're not we're not void of that because everyone does that in some respect. Yep. Right? Like in every sort of sector of totally. the world. We just yep. do that under a do not touch the Lord's anointed. This person is the wise person, that sort of thing. So it just gets con- conflated that way. Totally. I see that in prayer. Like when people think that my prayer's got some kind of like crazy power. I need, I need, or, 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 or the, the, my favorite is when I used to work at, um, at a church in Toronto, um, we had a visitation pastor. It's, this dude's a legend. But they really wanted the senior pastor to come visit because the senior pastor visited. Yep. Somehow that's where Jesus would show up. Because yeah. his prayers are somehow different than yeah. the prayers of the visitation pastor. Right. But if you had to ask me, I want the visitation pastor. Like, and both of them are men of God. Mm. Love them both. Right. Um, you know, spiritual grandparents to our kids, that sort of thing. Right? But like, neither of them are better than the other person. Yeah. But there was this idea that if this that person shows superior. up, yeah. oh, I'm about to get healed when they show up at my house. The, the Holy Spirit's mm. going, oh, shut them up. If we're walking there, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> like, that sort of idea. It's like, that's not... How it works. Yeah. We're imperfect people trying to serve a perfect God to the best of our abilities and serve and love. It's not this whole idea of like, oh, well, if Rob shows up, oh, Holy Spirit's coming. Oh, who's speaking this Sunday? This person is, okay, I'm just going to say. I can't make it. I'll, 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 listen, I'll check the podcast next Sunday, but I'll listen to Joel Osteen or this person or that person in the meantime. Yeah. That might get you guys in trouble with the podcast <laughs> later on, too. I don't know. <laughs> nah. nah. He's a guest. He doesn't know any better. <laughs> Um, I think um, you touched already a little bit on um, sort of our role as believers when it comes to um, the fall of, of, of our heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to talk a little bit about our position in social media because you also touched on that as well. And that's where I'm seeing a lot of, I don't know, like I don't think we represent Jesus ultra well there. I mean, obviously... No sweeping statements here, right? Like to say that all of Christianity is terrible on... Yeah, that's not what we're saying. Not what we're saying. (laughs) But, man, we're fighting. We're fighting with each other. We're calling people out left, right, and center over theology. Like, So to me, Rob Bell putting out that book, whether I agree with him or not, why can't we have this conversation? Right? Why does he have to be canceled? Right for it, um, and there's a part of me that wonders if the church, Big C, Big C Church, had been a part of like the original cancel culture, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were canceling you. You weren't a follower of Jesus, then. Well, you know, and I'm talking. I'm throwing this way back, way back. Yeah. Um, but like, what do you see as our role, and like, what are you seeing us doing on on social media for good, for bad, all of that? I, I, well, I'll start by saying this. I don't know if I'm the best judge of social media because of the amount of memes I share on my Instagram <laughs> stories. If you follow me on Instagram, which is such a weird flex, if you follow me on Instagram, if you follow me on no, TikTok. You, you if, share the funniest stuff. I, like, like, I'm always I, laughing. Some people are like, like, you have a job? I'm like, yeah, I just do them at the same time, right? But like, like I just share things that I think are really funny because it's just like take life light. And every so often there's something serious, but like, but I'm mindful of... The amount of times where Rebecca will say, okay, you can't share that. Yeah. My wife is much smarter than I am. You think you're funny. It's not funny. Take it down. Well, I think it's hilarious. Nobody will. Take it down. Um, right, so I, I preface that with saying all that stuff. 
But I do think that there is a weird sort of, and it, it was loud. It, I don't want to put blame on somebody or anything, but like 2015, a certain individual yep. decides to run for a certain office in a country south of us. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Mexico, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, <laughs> first lie on the podcast. And they're. Their approach to things is very UFC antagonistic, mm-hmm. very fighty. Mm-hmm. That's a good word, very fighty. Very yeah. fighty, very just kind of like confrontational. Yeah. It's very like smack you in the face and then put your hand behind your back like I didn't hit you, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then Jerry hit somebody back, like that sort of thing, right? Yeah. No name dropping, that sort of thing. Um, and what you saw, if you remember, were a lot of people saying like, oh, this person's saying... They're, they're, they're not PC. They're saying what people are thinking. And then you're like, okay, but he, what he's saying is very hurtful and mm-hmm. deplorable in some respects to a certain subsect of people. But, yeah, for sure. So that means that you were thinking that the entire time, right? And I'm not saying that people weren't doing this beforehand, right? I'm not saying that at all. But like, it just felt like it got louder. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Especially among evangelicals. Yes. Um, especially among evangelicals when it came to certain aspects of society Um, where whether it came to um, status of finances and then race in 2020 and now we are having massive wars about gender Mm -hmm. that are are real and they're prevalent that affect people on on either side however you feel about things like that affect people and what I what I what I'm seeing is um Sometimes we're not even thinking about who we're hurting because we're thinking about the Jesus we're helping because mm-hmm. somehow he needs my tweet to help his kingdom. Totally. Somehow if I post this story... Yeah. And listen, there are people who are affected by that. I'm not saying that. If Jesus can use donkeys and me, then he can use anything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but I find that we fight a lot and we argue a lot. Yeah. And we argue, and the, and the funny thing for me is this, is that there are people who, are, who will argue online who would never do that if they were sitting across from somebody. Oh, right. absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm almost the sort of person, like, one of the Anabaptist tradi- um, um, tenets that, of, of, of the denomination is being a person of peace and being non, nonviolent. Yep. And I'm like... I'm I'm probably not meant for this world because I want the smoke all the time. Mm-hmm. I'll give you my address. Come through. Yeah. <laughs> come through. My wife will get mad at me, but come through. You want to say these things? Come through. Yeah. Right? That sort of thing. So yeah. I'm like, oh. But like there's there's people who would say these things online because they know that they, they they know no one's gonna drive over to the house and kind of yeah. deal with them that way. Right? And we think that we're doing this, we think that we're in a righteous war. We think that we're in a culture war and we're trying to get things back that we feel were taken from us. Yes. When this world's not our home, mm-hmm. this was never ours to begin with. We were never supposed to take ownership over this. We were supposed to be caretakers of it until Jesus said, it's time for you to go to your actual home. Still mm-hmm. a rapture believer. Like that sort of thing. Like all of this sort of stuff. Yeah. Like we're, this isn't ours, but we feel like, and a certain subject of people feel like, like uh, we've lost this. We, we don't have the control Jesus is not on, he's on the throne, but he's not in the classroom. He's in the throne, but he's not in the government. He's in the throne, but he's not in the movies. And we need to put him in everything. Okay, sure. But there's going to be an abs, there's going to be another effect to that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
And so we're, I, we're, we're fighting and we're embarrassing ourselves. Yeah. Mm. Right? Because, you know, people ain't kind of walking and going like, oh, this is the church of kind of church I want to be a part of. Right? They just, they're just not. Yeah. They're just not. And so I find that, yeah, we're, we are the original cancelers. Yeah. Because we have this idea of like, this is what's supposed to be. But then we just move the goalpost. We move the goalpost when it doesn't suit us anymore. Because, again, there's a certain individual who was running for an office in a certain time and blah, 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 who, who might in fact run again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we're willing to move the goalpost for that person mm-hmm. and not for others. And that doesn't make any sense to me. No. But then at the same time, it makes all the sense in the world to me. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah. Yeah. Wee. Right? <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. Okay, so on the topic of cancel culture. Um, you guys okay out there, by the way? The, the, <laughs> the, the 30,000 of you uh, who no. are here in attendance <laughs> running on the stage trying to get autographs? I'm yeah. kidding. Right. You know that TikTok sound? They go, 30,000? That's all I thought of. 30,000? <laughs> if you know... You know. I don't know what don't, we're talking about. No, you about. don't. Because I know what old man. I, I always call you know, him old he's man. Like two years older than I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, like, right. I just that's like hurtful. to make fun that's of him. A, that's still a hurtful comment to both of us. <laughs> I, I just don't belong on TikTok. I, I recognize it's, that. It is a it's time. Fun. It is a time waster. It is. It is you a like, time waster. You go down a rabbit hole. I like look at my phone. It's like three o'clock. I'm like, oh, let me just check to that. Four. You're like, where does the time go? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm serious. What? This is just. We're off the rails, and Shan, if you have to do some editing here, that's cool. (laughs) What on earth could be that entertaining on TikTok? I don't. It's just. I don't know. I don't know. Really hey, okay, th- sorry, but this is also the best reaction we've had from the crowd yeah. so yeah. far. Yeah, have you been bored this entire time? <laughs> we roped them in. TikTok but dances t- afterwards over cookies. TikTok is fun. It, it is. It it's is fun. fun. It's, it's just a re. It's a. Okay. It's a really fun it's way. Fun. So you need to know this, and all of you need to know this too. The infinite scroll was invented to keep you stuck. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, you're, oh, you're preaching now. <laughs> Come on now. And, 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 and some of you here are in an infinite scroll in your spiritual lives. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, I, no, I, oh is that, I'm sorry. Is that But it's thought? a part nah. of the really big problem we have with focus. Yeah, just saying. It is. Just no, saying. No, you're, not, you're not lying. You're not yeah, lying. Yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. lying. Sorry, sorry, oh, but bad, so bad, bad question of cancel culture. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what I was going to ask now. Let me tell you. Back on the topic of cancel culture. Oh, yeah, culture. back into the, gotcha, to the gotcha. conversation of cancel culture. Um, so we as Christians, we yeah. believe in redemption. Ooh, and all we do. This, okay? This we do, right? Good. So this is where it gets tricky for me personally. I'm going to, we were name dropping before. I'm going to continue to name drop. Mark Driscoll. For me, as a woman, I have a very hard time, mm-hmm. right? Because he's, if you haven't listened to uh, Mars Hill, it's a podcast, listen to it, because it kind of explores this idea. He's a mega, he's a mega church pastor, and he still pastors right, right now, currently. And um, he was a mega church pastor, and he created, planted a church, and it blew up. It got huge, like, amazing. Um, then he started saying questionable things from the pulpit, and then he would... He, a lot against women and like women and their husbands. And it's just, a, it's a whole lot, okay? And so I, as a Christian, don't believe in cancel culture. I believe in accountability, right? And so I think a lot of us have a hard time because we think maybe we're being cancel 
when we're trying to be hold people accountable. Right? <laughs> Are you laughing because I said like cancelly? I like cancelly. Yeah, yeah cancelly. Anything with an E on the um, And so we see people like Mark Driscoll, like Carl Lentz, right? That was a big one in Hillsong. Yeah, and they're two, they're two opposite extremes. Yes, yeah. two yeah. opposite extremes, yeah. exactly, where um, there was seemed to be zero accountability, right? Did you um, say Ravi Zacharias in there? That's another one I have a hard time with. And, like, he's dead. He can't defend himself or anything. But there was an investigation, and yeah. there was proof. So He left a trail. He well, Boy, oh, boy. So my hard time as a Christian, as a Jesus follower, yeah. is... I want to believe, no, I want to, I do believe in redemption. I have a hard time with the Mark Driscolls. I have a hard time with the Carl Lentz. And now Carl Lentz is coming back into ministry. He's been out of spotlight, everything for years, working on himself. And like, yes to that, 100%. Restoration, we believe in that. And I even believe in like, you can, you know, come back to your job if that, if you healed properly and, that's fine. But then I see this like coming back in a mega church setting and I'm like, you're playing with fire again. You know what I mean? Anyways, I'm ranting. But as a Christian, how do we not participate in cancel culture, but participate in proper accountability? And what can we say for people who, like me who are struggling with the, mm, are you here for the right reasons? Are you not? Maybe I'm being judgmental. And the Bible tells me I shouldn't be judgmental. So maybe that's the answer. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a big no, question. No, it's... A part of me thinks that cancel culture is a myth. Because mm. I don't think anybody is really, truly canceled. They just kind Ooh. of move into different subsects of, yeah. of yeah. society. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll use, I'll use Mark Driscoll and Carl Lentz's yeah. example. So Mark Driscoll has this massive church. I have books of his... Um, you know, I remember buying them when I was first yep. in ministry because they were like, he was a different voice. It was, um, at that point, the, the reform movement was kind of moving into, into the forefront of, of theological discourse. You know, they came out of the emergent movement. The emergent movement was which much more, you know, art-filled mm-hmm. and yep. um, contemplative and things like yep. that. And then Wonderful. the reformers were like, we need to get back to the Bible and the ESV and all these sort of yeah. things, and right? And so the, they kind of come in, you know, from a Reformed Baptist sort of tradition, that sort of, and, you know, like, in some respects, like, that's what happens in church. The, like, yep. the pendulum Swing, sort yeah. of swings, right? Sure. You went from the Hillsong one to the Immersion one to the yeah. Reform one. Like, it just kind of happens, right? And so he creates his church, and for a while, none of us know this stuff because... We're at the dawn of social media still, so we yep. don't know a lot of the things that we know now. Yeah. We just, mm-hmm. just kind of hear the output. People are getting saved, and they're planting churches, and yep. blah, blah, blah. They're creating these networks, right? And then you get the podcast, and you realize, you know, like, oh, like, that's, he was saying that. Oh, he was saying that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was saying that. And you're listening to it from a different lens. So me listening to him teach these hour-and-a-half-long sermons sometimes, real talk, right, <laughs> Um, I can barely pay attention for 20 right? Like, um, and listening to them now as a husband, as a, as a, as a father of a son and a daughter. So I'm not just saying, cause I'm a dad, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a daughter. I listen to it differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having kids going like, oh, yeah. he was saying these things and people were, oh, and people were hurt. And, yeah. and then at the same time, there were families who felt restored by it and helped by it. And you're just kind of like, how do you 
make these things work at the same yeah. time, mm-hmm. right? Is he canceled? No, he has a church in Scottsdale, Arizona. He still has podcasts. People are listening to him. He's, yep. he's in the public discourse, maybe not to the same degree, but he still is, yep. that sort of thing. Yep. Carl Lentz, he has a, a documentary coming out with FX talking about the Hillsong phenomenon, yep. the fallout of that. Like, no one's really truly canceled. You could still find Ravi Zacharias books right. out, out and about, and you could still kind of have an understanding of theology from people right. who've learned from him. It's kind of, it's kind of remixed his... His stuff. So even from even though he's you know no longer alive, he's not canceled because people. So I find like the idea. So on one hand, I find cancel culture myth like because yeah. no one yeah. people kind of yell about people kind of yell about being canceled. I'm being canceled, yeah. Yeah. and the fact that they have a, a platform to say I'm being canceled is a very definition of it. You're not yeah. canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. There you right? go. Like That's you're right. able to tell people that you're being canceled on a platform, and people yeah. go like, Yeah, you're canceled, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And more often than not, it's man. That's Anyhow, a good perspective. Right? That is. I never yeah. thought of that. No, right? me either. Yeah. Uh, and so when it comes in terms of the redemption piece, I think that's that's the harder one. Again, I, you know, serving at a church now that's kind of mm-hmm. walking through this, mm-hmm. I know people who from the jump have been like, it's fine, nothing wrong, take a couple months, sit on the bench, come back, preach. Yeah. And there are other people who are like, if I see that person at a pulpit ever, yeah. I'm done with it. I am burning the place down. Yep. And I understand both yep. hearts. Yep. Because you want to see somebody redeemed and nobody should be held back to their past. And, yep. you know, yeah. and if they're repentant and if they want to serve yep. Jesus. And other people are like, no, well, you know, if you mess up once, you get one, you, you don't miss a chance to blow, like all this yeah. sort of stuff, right? And, you know, back in the day, for for us before social media, we really wouldn't even know these things. You kind of yeah, hear the murmurings exactly. of this person did something wrong, and blah blah blah. And right. Can get shipped to another place, and they, you know, POC. You go to Ohio for a little bit, and you come <laughs> back, and you, you get you get yourself fixed up, and then you come back over, right? Oh, if, you, if you're a POC pastor, that that joke kind of lands for you in a, in a real way, um, right? And you come back, and you're kind of like you set you right. But now we know all the things. We know where everyone goes. Yeah. We know all the sort of stuff because we make these. Facebook posts about our family and how bad we feel and blah, 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 and all this sort of stuff like that. I think we as individuals have the ability to say, I'm not going to download this person's stuff. It's, mm-hmm. no, it's the person who says, I'm not going to listen to R. Kelly anymore. Yep. I'm not going to listen to Chris Brown, Chris Brown yep. anymore or whatever. Yep. I'm not going to do yep. that. Even though like how many songs were written by that you listened to. Yeah, even so, though some right, of those right, songs are so good. Right, right, like, yeah. right <laughs> yeah. like all these things are so, they're all so connected. Yes. Right, but you have the ability to um, love a person mm-hmm. and still be like, I'm a, but I'm going I'm to check you over here, yep. right? I think sure. you have, the, I think, so when you look at Mark Driscoll, I think you have the right to be able to say, like, as a child of God, as a person who is loved by Christ, who Christ died for and rose mm-hmm. again for and has love for, I love you in Jesus. But in terms of your output, yeah, I'm going to, yep. I just can't rock with you, yep. right? Yep. Like, especially if, like, when asked about it, you're, you double down, like, I just can't. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. like I think that I think that that's a healthy thing, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll use I actually use a Marcher School illustration that I've used a number of times. There's closed-handed things, there's open-handed things. Mm-hmm. There's closed-handed things to our faith yeah. that we, like we can't let go of. Yep. And then there's the open-handed things where like you know 
for some, speaking in tongues is a closed-handed thing. If you don't, then you're not. And for other people, it's kind of like other denominations, it's kind of like, hey, listen, if you have that gift, it's fantastic. But if not, like, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't make or break. Yep. Yep. And it's each of us kind of deciding, like, what's the closed-handed thing. Yeah. So, for, so for me now, as I've learned and grown, gender in terms of women in ministry and learning and, mm-hmm. you know, spousal support and this sort of mutual 100-100, not like... I am husband, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, that matters to me because I want, should my daughter marry somebody that she's treated with respect? And if my son marries somebody that he's treated with respect and they treat the spouse with respect and not kind of feel the sense of ownership or lack of ownership because of their gender. So those things matter to me. So if I, so when I hear, you know, a teaching or a clip off of an Instagram thing that I'm kind of like, I'm just like, all right, bet, cool keep on scrolling, yeah. right? Because yeah. I also know, too, like, my comment in the comment section yeah. isn't going to help anybody. No. They're not going to see it. They're not going to see They don't, gonna, they don't care. Yeah. And it's only going to invite people to kind of be like, well, you're just probably one of those liberal Christians yeah. who also, you're you know, pro- like, yeah. eat granola. You're, like, <laughs> what's her name? Granola girl. See, granola that, that, girl. And that's what you call a callback. Yeah. <laughs> you call a callback. <laughs> right? So, yeah, I think that, you know, like, um, and this is a tough part, too, is that Redemption doesn't always mean returning. Yes. And that's hard. Yep. Redemption for a person doesn't always mean returning to yep. a position what was. or right. to exact to what position was. Before. Right? Like, yep. it doesn't always mean that. Yep. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know whether that's right or wrong. I'm just saying the statement. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. always mean that this means, like, hey, well, like, you took your, like, Matt Chandler goes away for a little yep. bit, comes back, and he's like, okay, well, I'm still pastoring here. Sure, if that works out in Dallas, but that doesn't work everywhere. It doesn't yes. work with every leader. It doesn't work with every scenario. Yeah. And every scenario is different. Every type of failure is different. Every mm. road back is different. But I think it's important to fo- we focus on the redemption of somebody first. Yep. Uh, and that person, sorry, not we focus on their redemption. That person focuses on their redemption. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right, like that person does. Like I can't focus. So if it's you, I'm not speaking that over your life. But if that's yeah. you, like I'm not going. Like, what's Sarah doing? Did she really do it? Yeah. Did I'm she go to therapy? Did she go to therapy? Yeah. Like all the things. No, like you know, you know, you you know yeah. what steps you're taking. Like I'm, like I gotta either support you in it or be like, I bet I'm a, yeah. I, I love you, but like it's gonna take I'm me. I love minute. you from over here. Right, like it's gonna yeah. take me a little bit of time. Yeah. Trust is a, trust is a. Easy thing to a hard thing to earn, an easy thing to lose, and a harder thing to gain back. Yeah. So. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's really true. It's really true. Absolutely true. It's really good. Um, you said so much good stuff in that. Oh, I've said so much good stuff because I talk a lot. So don't do right. <laughs> no, no, there was so. And you, you honestly brought out so many thoughts in my head, and like when we're talking mm-hmm. about redemption, I find one of the hardest things about it is that we don't really want it, but we want justice. And our idea of justice is really tricky, right? Because our idea of justice is payment, right? Penance, yeah. Absolutely, right? But like, if we're talking about the biggest issues in life right now, we're talking about racial issues, we're talking about gender issues, uh, we're talking about economical um, position issues and hierarchies and all of these things. So the hardest part of it for me, is that if we're talking about redemption, we're talking about ending racism and gender inequality and and, and violence, we're going to have to be okay with deplorables changing their mind Mm. and being redeemed. Yeah. Yeah. 
that is hard for it's us. Hard. Yep. Because we want payment. And yep. and and you know, like defining a deplorable. Oh. To some person, I'm a deplorable. Right. right. To another person, that person is a deplorable. Right. All totally. these sort of things. And we in church rule, we have our hierarchy of what's really, really, really bad. Oh, totally yeah. we do. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have our we have our goalposts yeah. where we're kind of like, well, and then we have a, oh, did they get, did they do this with whom? Done. Yeah. Out. You're yeah. done. You, yeah. You're a holiness card of revoke, that sort of thing. And so working with one another, realizing like, I'll say something I said earlier, we all suck. Yeah. All, like we, none yeah. of us are, 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 are great and holy and like we're all just working at it to the best of our ability and we're stumbling in the dark. So just, I, so I went to the washroom, I just around the corner right there yeah. and the lights went on. And I walk into the, and I'm like, and I'm, so I'm doing a thing where like, I think there's like a like sensor. <laughs> and I'm like literally like in the dark, like waving my hands, right? Like, and I'm like, there's nothing, I'm, I'm feeling, on, like, feeling on the wall and I'm hitting the, 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 the dryer. And it's, like, it's just, it's a horror movie. There's air coming out of a dryer. I'm in the dark. This is where I die, in a bathroom of a church. Like that sort of thing. And I go outside and I find this light switch. But that's what life is often like. We're stumbling in the dark oh, trying yeah. to find this light switch. We're trying yeah. to kind of like make sense of it all yeah and then we're judging somebody else for doing the exact same thing we're doing with their limited amount of information their limited amount of experience Mm -hmm. and we're like we're we are as jesus said we are looking at someone's speck and we're ignoring our own plank yep and it's if if we recognize that we are all redeemed deplorables Mm -hmm. You know, and maybe your sin of sorts mm-hmm. isn't as pre- predominant or as well known as somebody else's. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe your fall isn't public. Yeah. You know, maybe your fall is in your fridge or your fall mm-hmm. is in your mind mm-hmm. or your fall is yep. in your bank account. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. It's, it, your fall was not with another person or persons or whatever else. It's, it's all internal stuff. Listen. Like we all have something that, like, if somebody was to check up on our lives po- during the pandemic, we all be like, oh, but don't, uh, don't check that one. Yeah. We all have that. We all have those things. Yeah. So if we recognize that with one another, right, and recognize our function, we're coming back, going back, like we're not the main thing. We're a function. We all work in this thing, in this community, or mm-hmm. together. I think we're better. Problem is, like, that's just not how we think. Like, we don't. We're having a logical, friendly conversation. Yeah. yeah. When we want justice, we. Don't care about logic at all. Yeah, it's emotion, it's right? Emotion. No action movie would be, have, be fun if there was logic involved, mm. right? Yeah, like what? Like you know, we could fight to the death, or we can have a conversation over coffee. <laughs> oh. Nobody wants that movie. Nobody wants that television show. <laughs> oh, there it is, right there. Nobody wants. <laughs> Nobody that wants that movie. We want. We want the fight, and we want to watch the fight. We want to see that. Yeah. So it's yeah. like. Until we're willing to do, not us in terms of like we have yeah. an argument, but like but, until we're willing to yeah. sit down and kind of be like, you know what, I disagree. Mm. Okay, let's come back next week and try this again. Until we do that, man, like this is, it's, things get worse before they get better. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know if we're on the trajectory of better yet or if we're on the trajectory of worse before it gets better. Oof, yeah. that's scary. That's scary. Yeah. Petrifying. Yeah. yeah. So my wonderful producer wife, Wandered, wave. wandered over and gave me the uh, 
Like, I think editing is going to be fun, Chan. It's going to be fun for you. I guess we've been a little blah, blah, blah tonight. But no, <laughs> that, this, this has been so good. But what I would like to do, or do you have anything else you want to say, Sarah? Okay, I then I want to... I have l- lots of things, but no. I know, right? Like, we could just... I mean, we're going to go that, out... That, that's, that's, that's the Patreon that you have to yeah, pay yeah, for. Yeah. We're going out for coffee or food after, yeah. so we're going to keep this conversation rolling, so... But, um, just with leaving this with you, man, like, is there any last thing you would like to say about what mm-hmm. we're talking about? Like, this actually turned into a little bit different than I think we wanted to. I think that's yeah. good. I love good. that what yeah. we're talking about and this Hope redemption so. arc, and, and, and um, mm-hmm. I think it's super important because that is who we are. We are called to be people who want to see others transformed, yeah. right? I want Mark Driscoll to win. Like, I want his life to become something that God wants to use and mold, and I want it to be good for humanity, mm. right? Even as difficult as those things are. But, um, so I love this conversation. What is something you want to leave us with around this? Since it has turned into what it's turned into, what would you like to leave us with? I think really, really, really quickly on, on the top of my head, which ultimately means it's going to be long and arduous. Um, <laughs> um, the, the idea, like, we create the culture we want. We create it. Yeah. So we're responsible as a community to create a sort of culture where nobody, where people either feel like they're rock stars or everyone's a rock star. We create that culture. We choose that sort of culture. We choose that in our promotion. We choose that in our um, pulpiteering. We choose that in our leadership. We choose that in what we put across to people. We choose, we, we, we choose that together, and we allow that together. I'm saying that from the, out of the experience of what kind of walk through. We allow those sort of things. And so we got to keep, you know, to use a word that Sarah used earlier, we got to keep one another accountable, mm-hmm. right? Like we... Um, you know, the one thing I love about my, the group chat I'm in is that, like, if, a, if one of us gets an invitation to go speak somewhere, there's, like, nine guys who went kind of go, oh, yeah, well, you have a big head, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, by the way, your beard's dumb. <laughs> right? Like, we're Humble just... Them. Like, we're, we're so... And, like, it's your brothers. It's yeah. not like just people, like, if somebody came at me and ran up to them, like, yo, yo, we want smoke? What's happening right now? Yeah. But, like, but we were so quick to remind one another, you're a human being. Yeah. You're a human being. Right, like props for you. That's congratulations for you. Also, you're a human being. Just yeah. cool your jets. Yeah, that sort of thing. And um, to you know, for us as leaders, as pastors, to remind ourselves that we serve a function. Right, and if we ever feel like we um, are getting too big for our britches, we need to have someone in our lives to check ourselves. Yeah, to check us. To kind of go like, hey, listen, like, yep, you're still a human. Remember that. Remember, remember the time that you. And not to kind of live back in our past, but to remind ourselves of what we've been redeemed, redeemed through, mm-hmm. right? So that we're not thinking of ourselves too great, that we're not thinking that we're too big to fail, mm-hmm. right? And that we're watching, we're, not that we're going and we're watching the Mike Todds and the, Side, side note, it's all men that we've mentioned. It's, just, it's, just, it's quite... It's just, it's, yeah, I would just like to point that out. It's, it's just a point Whoa. that like, it's all ma- male wow. leaders that we've... I just, yeah. just mm-hmm. kind of just... Right? Mm-hmm. But like when Think we about see that. leaders <laughs> of, of any gender or race or whatever else, um, that we're reminded that they didn't start that way. That's right. They didn't start 
too big. They were all just interns somewhere else too, yeah. and these things happened, and they grew and whatever else. Mm-hmm. And Andy Stanley, he um, North Point was on um, Time Magazine a number of years ago, and so they had this big sort of. He had just written the book Deep and Wide, and they have a conversation about him and his his father Charles just passed away recently, mm-hmm. and and he didn't want to have his picture taken in the interviews. Right. And they asked him, like, why? Why was big deal? And I'm paraphrasing here. He's like, listen, we're the church right now, but that's going to change. And then there's going to be another church. So don't document me. Talk to my leaders. Talk to this sort of mm-hmm. stuff like that. Because one day we're not going to be the church everyone's listening to. Yeah. It's going to be somebody else. So reminding ourselves that, like, yeah, you might be the thing now. Mm. There's always a younger, faster, that's cooler right. model that's coming yeah. down, coming around the corner. Yeah. Right? So don't think of yourself too great because that's when you've already got God. Mm-hmm. That's my... Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's really good. Yeah. All right, Sarah. Right? Oh, woo. <laughs> yes. So, Chris, okay. thank you so much, thank man. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. This yeah. Is, appreciate it. So I'm just going to get back in my car, drive back to Oshawa, Ontario right now. Yeah, it's yeah, been yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Four hours back in the car. We actually have Chris for the men's conference tomorrow morning as well. Yeah. Um, but do should we... We don't ever do it this way. Do we have to say anything like to like close this up? Make sure to like and subscribe. Yes. Right. No, but actually, that's okay, what you usually is... say. <laughs> we have no, to... But actually. Five-star review on Spotify. Yeah. Is, can you do five stars? We say like I comments. Want six. No, I don't know if you can do stars on the... On Spotify and oh, on, on, Spotify on Apple. And Apple you can. Sure. Yeah. Um, and also, if you're listening to this back, and we want to hear your comments, too, and like what your hot takes are, remember to be kind in the comment section. Right, like this, or else you, we had this whole conversation for absolutely nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So be kind yeah. in the comments, but we want to hear your comments on what we're talking about, and maybe there's things that you are thinking of while you're listening back to this. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you. We want to have these conversations. Like that's mm-hmm. why we're here. We're not here just to like blow smoke up our, you know. So nostrils. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's like, let me cut this quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, you know what? Be hopeful, guys, because the God we serve uh, is always in control, right? Yeah. And um, he's got a lot of good leaders that are out there. He's got a, a lot of humble leaders that are out there um, working for him. Mm-hmm. And um, just pray for the leaders because um, men, women, doesn't matter who the leaders are. Mm-hmm. We all are susceptible yep. to, to make mistakes. And make some big ones. Yeah. So we need the prayer. Yep. All right. Love ya. Love ya. I love you more than she does. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to There Must Be More Podcast, a production of Bethel, Ottawa. You can catch us on YouTube where we would love it if you liked and subscribed. You can also catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.